0: Welcome to the Totes Faves Research Laboratories, celebrating 000 days without incident. This week's experiment chain restaurants. Our test subjects, I mean, contestants are.
1: My list of faves are endless as breadsticks. I'm Zara.
2: Just call me Outback Steakhouse because I have no rules. And I'm just right. I'm Brandon Werner.
3: If you think that blossoming onion is awesome, you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm Deepa Murdy.
4: It's more like TGI every day if you live my life. I'm Arthi Murdy.
0: Battle begin. Round one. California Pizza Kitchen versus Chilis.
1: So California Pizza Kitchen, or CPK as it's known to the kids, is a delicious pizza restaurant that specializes in what's known as California style pizza, which is a concept I was new to when I came to America and for college and completely destroyed both in the restaurant form and in the frozen pizza form, California pizza kitchen taught me lessons about how you can have barbecue sauce and peanut sauce that is normally found on chicken and other cultures. And it's blended deliciously into a very thick, but not quite Chicago-style deep dish pizza. It's more of like a thick, fluffy crust covered in ridiculous toppings. And it um, opened my eyes to the world of
4: chain restaurants, which is why I included it on my list. Chili's Grill and Bar is an American casual (laughs) dining restaurant chain. And some of you may be familiar with Chili's. Uh, based on a a famous song about baby back ribs.
3: I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Baby back. <laughs> That's
2: all we can say with uh, copyright.
4: That's all we can do. But one of my fondest memories of of Chili's is when I when I was in grad school and I was with a couple of friends and we were in a, we were in Atlanta, which was a nice restaurant scene and. Every Friday they would go to Chili's rather than trying out a new restaurant. And I made fun of them until I experienced Chili's myself. And I realized it wasn't that they didn't want to try new restaurants. They didn't want to deprive themselves of Chili's every Friday. And I think that's that's all I need to say.
3: Uh, I know this isn't part of the argument, but the fact that they went to Chili's on a Friday is a real slap in the face. <laughs> TGI Fridays—that That was a real slap in the face. Oh,
1: my God. We have to wait till later in the matchup if TGI Friday's gets thrown against Chili's. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: uh, Chili's is kind of, uh, um, kind of a blind spot because the couple of times I've been there, it is the saltiest food that has ever been salted, in my opinion. Uh, especially those ribs. And so the couple, like, I just stopped going after, like, the second time.
4: I mean, I'm not going to argue with you that it's not the saltiest food. I just don't understand why that's an issue.
1: But Uh, I think we're going to be talking, that might be an argument that's made about many of the foods tonight.
4: (laughs) (laughs) the amount
1: of sodium that is ingested. But you know what's not salty? (coughs) Uh, Delicious Thai chicken pizza.
2: Yeah, so my other thing with California Pizza Kitchen that I want you to try to sell me on Is that California always tries to say how good their pizza is compared to New York City And they're like, well, it's not as bad And then, you know, then they made a whole restaurant around California as a pizza style Is it really a pizza style? I, I think it's the equivalent
1: of a style being putting a whole salad Like a whole other meal on top of pizza bread <laughs> So, so I don't know if the that stands just alone. like a bread
2: bowl.
4: It's like a br- Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, 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 I want to be honest here. I really, when I heard California Pizza Kitchen, I was like, oh, wait, did I pick that? Because it was high on my list. But what made me take it off my list is that I found that every time I go to California Pizza Kitchen, and unlike, unlike Zara, my American roots are deep and I, <laughs> I frequent chain restaurants. Um, but when I go to California Pizza Kitchen, it's usually like an afterthought. Like, I'm at the mall, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll get something to eat. Yeah, are they
2: exclusively at malls? The only ones I know are at That's malls. That's the only
4: one I've ever been in was in a mall. I, I've been to one.
3: At an airport. I think the Durham Airport has one. So
2: yes. So the airports are just malls with wings. Correct.
4: <laughs> right. <laughs> and, Sky
3: and malls, perhaps. Whereas, like
4: <laughs> <laughs> Chili's is a destination restaurant.
3: Um, Okay, I know that sounds crazy, um, but just for the listeners that didn't notice we have the same last name, Arthi is my sister. (laughs) And um, it was, I think, her 26th birthday, and she doesn't like to celebrate her birthday, and she said the only way she would go out for her birthday is if I took her to Chili's. (laughs) So this is like a legit scenario. So here's where I'm torn apart. and I don't know what to do for the whole podcast right now. Am I picking based off of which one would I rather eat at? Because that's going to be California okay. Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, or is it like which one is like the iconic representation? What of like well, I the believe beauty. we talk
2: about favorites. So, what is your favorite? What, but like
3: my palate or my heart? Like this?
2: I say go go with go with your heart. And like, what's your favorite? Like, and, but give good reasons for why that's that's in your heart, right? And I, I have a question about you because I'm a little bit in the middle here because. Maybe a little bit closer to California Pizza Kitchen just because I can go there and not have to drink a gallon of water after, after the experience. You
1: are really traumatized by the saltiness of, salt.
2: of the ribs. Wow. It's a lot of salt. Um, what is? Can you really describe what is Chili's? Because every chain restaurant, I think we're going to get into this, has to have some sort of food theme. What is Chili's? niche what is what is the i never was very clear It's ribs
4: right oh it's it's no it's it's tex it's tex-mex um it's tex-mex food there's mex food there
3: yeah
2: yeah
4: people really people Really? really love the fajitas enchiladas um the nachos the like they have like a bottomless um dip for for their chips and they actually you can take the chips to go it's it's but it's expanded it's much more than tex i I hate to really keep it in that box uh, that the The amount of appetizers that they have is it great. does seem and like it has
2: an identity crisis i I never felt that it was really cl- like on with its theme not that california pizza kitchen is not like i was
3: gonna say i'm like california pizza california kitchen p- with barbecue chicken pizza and, and thai peanut. chicken
1: pizza but to me that in a way that it's is also california. just a room that like is it's not california. like the room is themed to I- california it's just like a clean space it's like yeah <laughs> it but i think clean. in a way it is
2: california because it's just like a, a mishmash of people that kind of has an identity crisis um
1: i did learn because i feel like I don't know. I don't know if I'll get a chance to whip out this fun fact that the original recipe for the pizza was developed by the pizza chef from Wolfgang Puck's Spago in Beverly Hills. Oh. So, it is. so it had it had like a California roots, pizza roots pizza roots. But t- to be honest, I never heard of a California style pizza. <laughs> I never have since. This is oh, the
3: yeah, one I time. Oh yeah, I have. It's like it's like on a stone oven, and it's really artisanal. And the bread is hand kneaded. Maybe the, there's fresh arugula.
4: But you know what I will say though is California pizza kitchen, um, you know, speaking of identity crisis, you can actually get guacamole and chips there and mm-hmm. you can get, oh. yeah. And, and they do have desserts, but that also brings me to a point of why Chili's should be favored is that the dessert selection at Chili's really is just hands down much better and larger. And you know, you might try and look it up right now and see what the California Pizza Kitchen dessert is. I can tell you that their best thing on the menu is their, is their butter cake. I mean, it's better than it Don't sounds. Don't they have a
2: dessert pizza? No, I think that's... That's Pizza, pizza Hut. Yeah, that's Pizza, that's pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah. No, but I thought they
4: also... Trust me, I know all about the
2: apple pie pizza at Pizza Hut buffet, but uh, I thought maybe pizza, pizza Kitchen
1: had one too. No, what they do have, I think, is... Um, Bottomless sodas in the biggest cups that I've ever seen served at a, in a restaurant setting.
4: Oh, I think that's every chain restaurant. Really, like those jo- giant. <laughs> like, yeah, that's
3: chump change in this battle. No, but
4: wait, does California Pizza Kitchen have one of those deals where it's like you know two for twenty? You can get your appetizer, and then and I then, don't know. You know your dinner, and then your dessert. Cause that's always a good thing. Does it, California Pizza Kitchen? I don't have know. That? I know
2: Chili's definitely has some sort of meal deal every time it you go there.
4: For some does. reason I think like
1: <laughs> California Pizza Kitchen is fancier cuz it's in a mall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: does it, <You're, laughs> it does feel like does you, it feel like a little bit? If there was a dress code, I feel like California Pizza Kitchen would, yeah. would be on a higher dress code standard, right? Yeah, yeah like Birkenstocks have have and board and don't shorts. Are you go there to
1: get drunk? <laughs> Like, I feel like Chili's has an atmosphere. Well, of-
2: because, because the amount of salt, you're imbibing so
3: many beers or margaritas. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I think we got we gotta right, yeah, to get close to a decision. I would like to invite Brandon to share his opinions first.
2: All right. Uh, I, really thinking this out, uh, my heart is with, in this battle, I'm
3: going to say California Pizza Kitchen.
1: CPK all the way.
3: That I, uh, should be their tagline. <laughs> I'm going to go with chilies. Mm.
4: Oh no, no, we tied them. All right. Uh, so I'm more... Uh, I mean, if it's not Claire chilies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So I I guess we have to deep try to sway me more cuz you you have much more of a of a an emotional tie to chilies.
3: Yeah, I think I think it's just that um it's not like nouveau chic. Like you're, you're, you're a stinking chain restaurant, right? Yeah, like, I feel you're like, right. Maybe you're right It that, could that be that like Chili's Insufferable what what San Francisco. Yeah, it's like Insufferable San Francisco Kitchen is the uh, alias of California Pizza Kitchen. I would
1: love to go to Insufferable San Francisco Kitchen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Chili's right, just because five. it knows it's a chain restaurant. <laughs> and you can't get those ribs at like a Costco because you can get California Pizza Kitchen frozen pizzas at a Costco. And it's
1: the best. And that's probably why I gained freshman 15. Because of those frozen
3: pizzas.
0: Johnny Rockets versus Applebee's.
3: So there's no place like the neighborhood. And that neighborhood is Applebee's. So I chose Applebee's because it holds a really special place in my heart. Um, As my sister can vouch for, Steubenville doesn't have all too many restaurants in it. (laughs) Steubenville, Ohio, where we grew up. And I think probably the premier dining spot in Stimble might be, might be Applebee's. Here's a lot of things that's great about it. You can pick an appetizer, two entrees, and a dessert for $20. What? <laughs> and that's great even if you're trying to go on a hot date or you're really sad and lonely and you're hungry enough to eat a meal for two. They have lunch specials. Sometimes they have desserts that come in a shot glass. I would argue they have the best chicken fingers in town until I found out I'm up against Johnny Rockets, which has better chicken fingers in town. <laughs> Much better. And here's, here's the beauty of Applebee's is that, yes, it's a chain restaurant, but I bet you didn't know this. Local managers are able to select at least one to two craft beers to have on, top, on tap at each restaurant. So it knows who it is, but it's still fresh and supporting the local craft scene. And if that's not enough to convince you, here's the last fact. The Applebee's Apple is voiced by America's favorite comic. Dramatic pause here. Wanda Sykes. Uh, <laughs> we know Zara loves Wanda Sykes. I love Wanda Drop Sykes. the mic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that blows my mind a little bit because Wanda Sykes is one of my most favorite people. But do you know what's even more special than that? Some ketchup that's been drawn into a smiley face on a paper plate at a burger restaurant called Johnny Rockets, which is the most delicious. I'd say in the eras before you know Shake Shack and all these other to order like grilled to order burger chains, Johnny Rockets was there. It was. Um, it's based on a restaurant from the '50s in LA called the Apple Pan, which Brandon and I have been to, and it's delicious. And so they designed it to look like that, like a perfect 1950s diner that's now in hundreds of locations across the country. Again, Still, the hamburgers are grilled to order. They have the most delicious chicken fingers ever. They have chili cheese fries. And on top of that, after all that delicious, delicious sodium, sorry, Brandon, you can have um, many ice cream sundaes and milkshakes all while listening to your favorite jukebox hits of the 50s and 60s. How's that?
3: Johnny Rockets holds a very special place in my heart because I spent many a milkshake on a late weekend night there with Zara. So I get it. I,
1: and I, mornings when you, were, when you needed something to soak up the night before, you would get delicious cheese fries there. Apple, it was everything. It could be everything.
2: I've spent more time in, in Applebee's in my life uh, than probably any other location, really. Because when you get to a point in your life, at least in, in... I think in all of suburban America, when you can drive, I think all children eventually just go to Applebee's. Because you get the... Now, here's the thing with Applebee's that I'm surprised Deepu didn't mention. Because it would... My, this might take points away. Is the half-price half appetizers? For happy hour? But No, after 11. But they are only, <coughs> I've found, in certain Applebee's. And that's a big problem. Because you never know... Whether you're going to this Applebee's is going to have appetizers or not. The other thing I want to throw out with Applebee's I'd like the deep to speak to is that I'm on the wall of an Applebee's. You might, be, you might not know it. You might be on the wall of an Applebee's because they have to decorate their Applebee's to look like a neighborhood. And I don't know where they get this like school stuff. But my marching band photo was up in an Applebee's. I, we, no one knows how they got the photo.
1: It's like haunting. That's like the end of The Shining. Yeah, it just but zooms they in. They like
3: you. do this. Phil- I've phil- never phil- been there. more jealous of you in my entire <laughs> life, Brandon. I've like literally <laughs> never been more jealous of you.
2: <laughs> but you know, all that neighborhood stuff, I, no one knows. And, I've yet, and I asked around where they get all the neighborhood things. They're raiding people's
4: houses. They used to have it at our local Pizza Hut. It could be it could be the local photographers sharing sharing their beautiful images of art to share with the world. But I, I'm a little surprised that Deepu didn't mention how Applebee's is a judge, judgment-free zone. He was actually moving to Pittsburgh, uh, and he told me he wasn't appropriately dressed. And I said, how could you not be appropriately dressed for Applebee's? But little did I know that he was dressed like a, like a teenager in middle school, a, a female teenager in middle school with his kitten, kitten flannel boxer shorts. And but that's
2: most of the people in an Applebee's are middle schoolers.
4: You know, but like surprisingly, he did seem like the odd man out. And while, while I was judging... Applebee's really made me open up my mind and say, why does that have to be how a teenage girl would dress? They didn't judge him. They let him come in and eat his eat his chicken fingers, which I apparently are second best to Johnny Rockets. I, here's but, the thing.
1: Here's the thing with Applebee's <laughs> specifically in reference to the half-priced appetizers is that they're disgusting. <laughs> like truly horrible. And I remember there used to be an Applebee's across the street from when I worked at you VH1. Don't like
2: milky spinach?
1: Oh, like full I, of sodium. I can't. This is the thing because it was something Redmond's where only
3: voting on sodium on sodium levels.
1: His level, his vote will just rise and fall with the sodium levels with my
3: sodium levels. Yeah.
1: Um, but they, I just remember getting. So I. Um, to, this is honesty time. I've only been there one time, and it was the Applebee's in Times Square. So maybe that's. Like a point against that particular apple. What is the piece. Times
2: Square neighborhood photos?
1: I don't remember that because we went and we we're like Haha. Liza Minnelli.
3: Yeah, I, I wish it was all just Liza, pictures Minnelli of Liza Minnelli,
1: Bernadette Peters, and it's all like Broadway stuff. But they we got the half happy happy hour stuff, and I just remember the nachos were horrible. And I've never had like nachos are something I want to say anyone can put cheese on nachos and put it in an oven and cook it. But it was like, no, that was all wrong. And they used the wrong, like the cheese wasn't melted. It was only on the top of the chips. And so it didn't have full, I don't know. So there are all these <laughs> like just naked chips, stale yeah, naked you chips. You can get
2: a, a decent burger out of Johnny Rockets. At least, I think what John, makes Johnny Rockets smart. It's a go-to. Is that like if you're in a its pinch. It's theme is the easiest thing, well, quote unquote, easiest thing to replicate, in that it's not overreaching, it is, a, it is a retro lunch counter, right? Yes. And Applebee's <clears throat> is, is trying to be, like, a trendy restaurant. Whoa, Oh, trendy? It is, wait, know. it is no all California
3: pizza is, kitchen. No, it's not <laughs> okay, but,
2: like, all the Applebee's theme, the food theme, is, like, on-trend food, Right.
3: Or, like, 10 minutes behind. Trend.
2: Ten, yeah, like, someone's trying to be trendy food is kind of Applebee's. Right? Because it's usually like, oh, a couple of years ago, we, so, so, like, if Applebee's is, it's probably the right time now for Applebee's to have a cronut. Right? <laughs> well, they
1: do that, I guess, more with the desserts, right? Did they try? I feel like don't they always just have the same
4: like nachos, stuffed potato?
2: No, they will. They change up the menu at an Applebee's considerably.
4: Yeah, I mean that's because of famed chef Tyler Florence being associated with the menu. (laughs) And I, I and it you may it may seem like I have an Applebee's bias, but part of that is because I I endlessly mercilessly made fun of a friend who was from Kuwait that said that Johnny Rockets was like the hot spot in Kuwait and that's where they would go hang out like every <laughs> weekend. And I made fun of her so much that I could actually never eat at a Johnny Rocket.
3: <laughs> oh, you've never been there? They really are the best chicken fingers I mean, it
1: was the sort of not an informal hot spot of Providence, Rhode
2: Island. <laughs> it is a very welcoming place. I think it is more welcoming than Applebee's, which tries... In every way to be welcoming. Oh, so Applebee's
1: right now has cheeseburger egg rolls. See? So there you go. Stop it. Nope. I won't stop. That's new on the menu. Also grilled chicken grilled chicken wonton tacos. So I think they just put a bunch of words in a hat and
2: pull them out <laughs> and yeah. cook it. Applebee's is like the it's until Guy Fieri had a restaurant. Oh, you're right. I wonder if they feel like he
1: stole their thunder
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs>
3: for the, Applebee's. <laughs> um, this might be a little preemptive, um, but Applebee's was my number one choice. But I realized when push comes to shove, I am only voting based off of Chicken Fingers. So I'm, I'm personally going to call it early and, and vote for Johnny Rockets. Um, I love Applebee's. It really is my neighborhood. Um, but I just, the chicken fingers at Johnny Rockets are, so are right
1: delicious, here. And all the dipping sauces. Yeah,
3: no, I, I love Johnny Rockets.
4: So I is Johnny them. Rockets going ahead?
3: I think so. like. Okay. You, you would have voted for Applebee's though, correct?
4: I mean, not if like it's champion gave up yeah. on it. I mean.
3: <laughs> um, I, I hope my mother doesn't hear this podcast because we, you know, often we'll go to lunch together for Applebee's and I wouldn't want to tarnish that.
4: I guess Arthie's there too. No one says you can't
2: go to Applebee's anymore.
4: We're not but destroying the
1: restaurants that lose.
4: I would, also, I would also like to defend a restaurant called The Ville, which in my opinion is a better choice than Applebee's in our hometown. So I just want to throw that out there. So for the
3: five <laughs> listeners from Steubenville that are hearing this podcast, Artie's on the record.
0: Cracker Barrel versus Medieval Times.
3: Dinner, my friends, is one
2: thing. But dinner and tournament is a completely other thing. Now, we all know that Game of Thrones is completely in. What if I was to tell you there was a restaurant where you can live Game of Thrones in that perfect 1970s fantasy recreation way? Um, I'm talking about medieval times, everybody. And medieval times was founded um, off of a 1960s medieval reenactment dinner theater which was set up on by a rich man on his estate on the island of uh, Majorca and uh, later, it, um, after its success, it became a, um, a theater slash restaurant in Orlando, Florida in 1983. It is still going to this day. They change up the storyline of this restaurant about every six years. And that's right, because it's a restaurant with a storyline. I can't even go... There's so much to talk about here. It's because it's not just about the food. It is about the story.
3: Medieval Times. <laughs> what, a per- what a perfect segue to talk about Cracker Barrel, that it's not just about the food. It's about the story. No, it's <laughs> interesting that these went head-to-head. Because I also picked Cracker Barrel in a way cheating because it's not just a restaurant, it's a restaurant plus something else. Um, So uh, Cracker Barrel is where pleasing people with our delicious honestly cooking and gracious service defines our country spirit. So this is a southern old place that also has a country market store where you can decide to buy some music, maybe some potpourri, some hard candy. Maybe one of the many beautiful rocking chairs lining the front porch of it. Um, So it's, you know, bringing you back to this better time. Yes. Yes. One of the restaurants seated all the black patrons in the back of the restaurant. (laughs) Yes. Maybe they fired a waitress because she was a lesbian. That's what they wrote on her dismissal slip. They've had problems. We've all had hiccups. But we can pull back up just the same way Cracker Barrel does. So the food's great. It's a country atmosphere. They assisted the victims of Hurricane Katrina and injured war veterans. It's risen up from its ashes of being racist and homophobic to now just serve you some great dumplings and biscuits. And don't forget about those dumb word puzzles that sit at every one of the tables where you stick golf tees into a stupid wooden triangle.
2: So I'm going to say here. So my <laughs> restaurant is, is calling back to a time of chivalry, of princesses, kings and queens, to a majesty, a a fantasy time, and Deepu's restaurant is calling back to uh, the 1940s, 50s, when this country... uh, ...was not as great as everyone might say. But also, it's so like... So I think Deepu's restaurant is hashtag Make America Great Again.
3: No. Brandy, you're the one that brought up Game of Thrones, and I'll tell you this much. When I'm trying to enjoy a meal, I don't want to be raped and pillaged. <laughs> okay? Like, that's what's happening But um,
1: do we, you want to watch a Birds of Prey show when you eat chicken?
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah? Yeah, yeah I, no. do.
4: <laughs> I, I gotta say, I gotta say that Brandon hit on something I was gonna say, Make America Great Again... Vote Trump, eat at Cracker Barrel. Like, it, it's, it screams Trump's America to me.
3: It screams chicken fried steak. What does that even mean? It
4: screams
1: a time before there
4: were
2: vegetables
1: or green Everything, things.
3: Every, every, all the food, all the food
2: is white. And the people there. And the patrons in the front. Medieval <laughs> Times only serves one meal, but damn it, they do it's it well. so good. And you don't get utensils.
1: Deal with So it. <laughs> I had a big problem with making this list because one of my favorite chain restaurants is not a sitting-down restaurant. Um, so it's not fast casual. or It's more regular fast food, and that's Boston Market. But one of these chains that comes closest to Boston Market is Medieval Times yes. based on what we're
0: eating.
2: You, you start out with walking into um, a medieval hall where you get a glowing LED souvenir cup or Golden Knight's Head.
1: Sure, it costs twenty dollars, but that's but the you best get $7 margarita $7 I've ever Seven dollar refills, had. guys.
2: Seven dollar refills, <laughs> uh, and then you go in and you get
3: uh, p- uh, tomato soup. Excuse me! You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna bring up as a pro that you have to pay for your refills. Are you freaking, fracking, killing? Of beer, seven dollar refills on Speaking beer. or, or margaritas or
2: alcohol. They'll fill the <laughs> whole cup with alcohol? alcohol. Does your restaurant even have alcohol? I don't think it does. No, uh, thanks. Because it was a simpler time. No, because it's, it's a puritan, like. No, it's the, like mountain people. It's like Appalachians. Yeah, Appalachia. yeah you, I'm sure you get Mountain Dew uh, at your restaurant.
4: Um Brennan, I, and you keep on bringing up salt. Now, Mountain Dew. I'm like, I'm leaning towards. Now, did you say, did you say medieval or meat evil times? Because I kind of like the second one, but I could get, I can get on board with medieval.
1: Uh, my favorite but, thing is when medieval times accommodates people who might not be into meat, and they just give you two baked potatoes, which is thoughtful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, their I've best cafeteria for a,
3: vegetarians is two baked potatoes. It's two baked potatoes. It's gonna fill you up. guys. Yeah, you'll you'll be happy. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say a vote in in this particular battle, a vote for medieval times is a vote for hating Middle America. Uh, I just think but it's it, a, think, a
4: vote in favor of Middle it, Ages. The Middle Ages. <laughs> <laughs> I what I don't understand is Deepu's like. Self hatred with loving Cracker Barrel. The, yeah. only, the only you would I've not be in Cracker Barrel there in every way. I, I've been in I've been in West Virginia and like in like in Southern Georgia, and both times I was scared to be in the parking lot.
3: Oh well, you could have just uh, eased your eased your anxiety with a nice hard candy from the front of the store. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Or, like a teddy bear. Yeah. Holding, well, this like, is the thing. Sweetheart. Actually, I love the store. I will give Cracker Barrel a point there. I love it. country store
2: also has a store where you can buy a sword. Like no, a this sword is a store, this is a store a with affordable, affordable
3: prices.
4: Is it?
3: <laughs> yeah. Mad Libs are only like $2. Oh, Mad Libs?
4: What? Oh, wait. But you're. For those of you guys who haven't figured out that Deepu's a little bit of a mama's boy and whatever she says goes, your mother describes Cracker Barrel as a place. I quote, where you can get shit on shingles.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's like a meal. That's like a literal meal. That's like chicken <laughs> beef on toast.
1: Oh, my God.
3: Oh, and also, just a note, um, they have breakfast all day.
1: I will say, so. just another note not to blow up Brandon's spot, but Brandon's dad goes to the same bar as the Medieval Times in, um, in New Jersey, I was king. saving that.
2: I was saving that for later. Oh, rounds, sorry. Just so you know, my dad. Uh, he knows he, the king. He knows the king, guys.
1: So if you ever need anything, <laughs> if it's your birthday and you need to so, be I mean, the I princess like of love and beauty,
2: he
3: can make it happen. He can make it
1: happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I lost this one, so let's just put it up to a vote. <laughs> I vote for Cracker Barrel.
1: I vote for medieval sweet, time. sweet medieval times.
4: Right the uh, medieval or meat-evil time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Round two, P.F. Changs versus Chilis.
4: I guess Merties love
3: P.F. Changs because <laughs> we, both, we both pick P.F. Changs and honestly, we probably go out to eat to dinner there together twice a month.
4: Probably. It depends on whether our sister's in the mood or not to go there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, I picked P.F. Chang's because it's a real international experience. <laughs> it's currently in the United States in 46 international markets, including the Middle East. It was, it was opened by Paul Fletcher, and wait for it, for an air of authenticity, Philip Chang, a real Asian. Wait, is he the P.F. Chang? Uh, no, I think Paul, Paul Fletcher, Fletcher is the P.F. and Philip Chang is the Chang. Oh, They serve Asian beers, but they also serve American beers. They serve sake, but they also can serve a cappuccino. It's really the heart of Asian-American fusion. The food is great. You can get some Hunan dragon wings, or you can enjoy a nice coconut lemon sour after work, which, Zara, you might be interested in this. It's coconut water, coconut vodka, and lemon juice.
1: I would love that.
3: Doesn't that sound delicious? Um, it looks like that's most of the notes I made for it, for what I'm saving for this round. Um, I, I don't know if you want to say some positive things about P.F. Chang's before moving over.
4: Well, P.F. Chang's, and this is a positive, is very salty, and <laughs> and I love it. Um, I was actually just there on Friday night, and you know, I went and tried to do some research, and there was, there was some negative remarks to P.F. Chang's not being family-friendly, and I can say that since we go there twice a month um, with our whole family and we don't have well-behaved children in our family and that includes, Yes, we
3: do. They're precious angels.
4: <laughs> but I mean they they're really they're really patient with us. And so and, oh, and I forgot to mention the best thing about it because our family likes to eat large quantities of food. They always they always seat us at an appropriately sized table and when we're lucky enough to be seated at the large round table it comes with a lazy susan, and I love that about any restaurant. I love a lazy susan.
3: Is there even a world where Chili's beats out PF Chang's?
4: It, it didn't in my. It didn't on my list. So I will
2: say I really like PF Chang's. Um... Uh, the first time I ever went, and I will say this might be a thing against it, is that it is definitely a family-style sharing kind of place, which I love family-style. But they don't necessarily tell that to you when you first go there, or at least the the first waiter I had. So we all ordered one dish, and we didn't have a good time. Well, oh. did you also go in
1: high school or in that early awesome. college time where nobody knows how to split a bill?
2: It was, yeah, it was And high, nobody, was and like one guy college. gets
1: an app, it was an app and then yeah. does not want to pitch in but still eats the rest of the food? But, Fully.
2: Yeah, that's what exactly, exactly. you just nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I think,
4: I, but Brandon, I would have to say that this goes back to the whole P.F. Chang's truly being an authentic dining experience. What, like, what Chinese restaurant or Indian restaurant do you go to where they say, hey, you know what? We like to share. It's just a known. Like, if you know what you're doing, you know that it's family style.
2: Yeah, there is a confusion when you're in a P.F. Chang's because it, it is, I want to say, more it is very Asian, but it's not like, for its favor, it's not like um, a... Medieval Times-level theming, right? It is a more subtle, Americanized theming. Yeah, it's the, I think it's really the
3: blend of American-Asian fu- fusion. You do have terracotta warriors standing outside in front of the door. But... <laughs> yeah, but then they have, like, two white warriors manning the front cashier. Yeah, there so, like, the balance a, is there. There's
2: always a line. You always have to wait about, in, like... Forty-five. To, to I'm an actually
1: hour. looking on their website now because all right, I have to be honesty time. I've never been to this a PF Chang's, but I've always like the wanted only person to. Person in
2: America that hasn't been to a PF Chang's.
1: Well, I just looked. I just <laughs> put in our zip code, and the closest one is in Long Island. No, it's in promise. Well, the closest to, to our right zip code, yeah. yeah. But on it, on this website, they have a whole like one of the most prominent tabs on the website is reservations.
2: Yeah, it is, this is
4: incredible. a line out the door. Yeah,
2: No, in. this
3: is a fine dining experience.
4: Although I went, I just just this Friday night, I, I went for a party of seven and I was seated right away. Now, I can't explain why the party of two had to wait 45 minutes. But
1: this is so up my alley. I love a Lazy Susan. I love family style. Brandon knows this, that I like to have tastes of all the foods.
2: I know, but, but I wouldn't even, I wouldn't ever bring up going to a P.F. Chang because I know that you don't like to go to chain restaurants. But yeah, but now I was, you know. Like, off the highway. And we
1: also have, like, Mr. Walk. Like, if Walk. we were
2: driving. Mr. Walk is so delicious.
1: See, that's the thing with This is the same. What's
2: the kind of thing with P.F. Chang's is that... Yeah. It, it, where you... If you're in the north... If you're in around... If you're around New York City or San Francisco or anywhere where there is a large Asian... Uh, or
1: not even authentic... That, those kind of, like, Americanized Chinese restaurants. Most places have a pretty Chinese good restaurant. Chinese
2: restaurant. Most places.
1: But I, even those Americanized... The ones with, like insane almost like greek diner style menus which seems to be a little bit what this is like i love those places it is and they exist without it is a chained
2: version of mr walk to give you like it's like all sorts of mr walk is a bergen county establishment pan-asian pan-asian you name (laughs) the asian they've got it does
4: this this restaurant you speak of have chang spicy chicken
2: he it has that a spicy has, chicken. It has a spicy chicken. No, no. Chang. But Changs.
4: No. See, but you can't
1: have everything in Bergen County, Brandon. There's some um, P.F.
3: Chang's in Bergen County. <clears throat> well, so I don't know. Then I, you have everything. I think this is a no-brainer win for P.F. Chang's, but I do want to maybe like end this battle with like, Congratulating, Arthy, for being so brave to not once but twice admit that she was spending her Friday nights. at <laughs> <laughs> not, a chill- not once, twice. Bi-monthly. You know, like, congratulations, you're so brave.
0: Wagamama Mama versus Friendlies.
3: So here's the thing:
1: um, as company here knows that I spent my high school years all four years in London, so it was hard for me. My whole chain restaurant experience is. English chain restaurants. And so I wanted to find one that was representative and that would count for this because it's now starting to come into America. And its name is Wagamama. Speaking of delicious Asian food, whereas P.F. Chang's is more Chinese-oriented, Wagamama is Japanese noodle bar-oriented. So they have um, udon, they have ramen, they have soba, stir-fry, dumplings. It is a, I would say a fancy chain like you go in and it's very sleek and everything's white and it's always in really big wide open um what do you call it when you like shared table situation it started in london about 30 years ago and now there's hundreds of locations throughout the uk and it's moving all over the world and there's randomly now one in boston like kind of near to the cheers bar which is very random Um, But I'm so glad it's coming to America. And the one in New York is opening up, I think, next year. No, this month. Oh, this month. Oh, my God. It is (laughs) so delicious. And this is the thing I feel like we've touched on a little bit with chain restaurants is that sometimes it's, like, so disgusting. It's fun. Or the sodium levels. This is, like, legitimately delicious. And you get them in airports now. And if you want to just eat, like, a whole giant plate of noodles... Wagamama is the place to go.
2: So, if Johnny Rockets is a flashy, happy days nineteen sixties uh, luncheonette, um, Friendly's is kind of the mom and pop nineteen early nineteen seventies style mom and pop little hole in the wall where you know the 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 the, the mother has been cooking since you know her entire life and they have got the best sandwiches Friendly's is a actually I didn't know this only east coast based chain it is it was founded in 1935 at the height of the great depression um which makes sense because it's a very cheap um wholesome kind of menu you could go there and probably feed a family of four for under $30 and get ice cream at the end um It is. It's got the ice cream, and uh, one thing I could, I just want to just cap this off on, is they make this thing called a cone head, which still to this day is to me is like the height of dessert because it is an ice cream cone inverted into a cup to make a clown face, and it's still the most delightful thing, second only maybe to their jubilee roll that comes around during Christmas time, uh, which I used to have to fight for to get because uh, it's a lot of ice cream. Uh, that is friendlies is just so many warm feelings. It's a warm, welcoming place for, for families.
1: Here's the thing about friendlies. So I almost, you know, I'm a person who loves ice cream. Yes. Beyond most things. And so I got really excited. I almost had Friendly's on my list because I love ice cream so much and the clown cones, although Baskin-Robbins does those as well. Not like clown nah, face things? Nah, 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 nah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, no, no. Anyway. Anyway. No, no, they do. They do. They're the same, because that's where traditionally I would get my clown cone was from, <laughs> from, from Baskin Robbins. But um, I could, had no memory of the food at Friendly's. Like, as if it had been wiped from my memory or if I had ever gone there
3: for food. It's, is there food? Yes,
2: it is like a, a wholesome, standard Americanic style
3: food. Like which. diner I food? Would, I, I would emphasize standard. It is neither good nor bad.
2: It is like a it's, all, good way. it's all about the ice cream it is, a, it is a good yeah. way to, f- to fill you up and make you feel like you had a nice dinner so then you can have a giant sundae
1: well, I so, <laughs> with, but Wagamama introduced me it was I think the first time I ever had ramen it was the first so time I, I ever I, had so dumplings so I have to help you
2: out in one way in that I'm the only one in this group Probably been even to that has been to Oaxaca.
1: I know. I it was. Multiple I know times. this was a throwaway choice because it's. But not. I think it's
2: a good choice because it is a. It is a new chain.
1: This is a chain and that's coming.
2: It, it is and a and new chain that your I also life. feel because it's new. It is also actually making decent food
4: because yes. I feel like
2: people now value <clears throat> real food in a way that they haven't yep. really. And so Wagamama is real food. You can, like P.F. Chang's, it's a lot like P.F. Chang's. But
1: Japanese. It is Japan. very
2: much P.F. Chang's Japanese. <laughs> you can see the kitchen. You can see people cooking. Yes. They, they're very open. Oh, There's and it's one of the
1: first places ever that had, where people take your order, not on an iPad, but on some kind of electronic device. And then the order is immediately beamed to the kitchen. And so everything is through these weird little tablets. In a time before, this came around in the 90s, so it's sort of a tablet before an iPad, like which was exciting. It was, it's basically a Palm <laughs>
2: <pilot>. <laughs> But at the time, it was very exciting. It is good food. They've got a nice selection of
3: Asian beers.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I, it's just, it's, 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 again, it's just, imagine really good ramen house, and that's what it is.
3: Um, so this is pretty interesting of how one votes when they... Um, you know, haven't been to a place, but I'm I'm going to try to be a very consistent voter. So remember when I decided I was just voting based off of chicken fingers and picked Applebee's? Mm. I'm going to vote just based off of ice cream. But here's the catch. I don't really like ice cream that much unless it's in the form of mochi mochi. Oh.
0: <laughs>
2: does Wagamama have yes, mochi Yes, it does. does they have mochi ice cream. <laughs>
3: And- I, I mean, Arthi, actually, that that was her point, and I just looked at her computer and stole that information. <laughs> I,
4: so I actually looked. I just pulled up both websites, and uh, the Wagamama website is its is very sharp and, and trendy, and I, I have to say I'm impressed with it. But one of, one of the things that is really drawing me to this is that I, I love that Zara was looking for something to bring from the U.K., and typical with my friends who are from the U.K., their recommendations never involve English food. Oh, never. (laughs)
2: Just
4: just places the English
2: have colonized.
4: So I will
1: just say I had two other English chains in mind that were places we always used to go to in high school that are found in every single mall in England or every single high street. And those are pizza express, which is England's pizza restaurant and is actually the only place in England where you can get decent pizza. And, um, Cafe Rouge, which is their sort of almost like a Vegas version of a Parisian restaurant, and is also very delicious. But Wagamama belgo. just had oh belgo but that Belgos not a chain. There's like ten of them, oh, okay. eight. Of, so that was the thing. It was like Wagamama. I was like, God, oh, does this qualify? But there are 150 of them, and now they're moving. They're opening. They're another one that's it's going into like
2: in New York City You're, very soon. They're a chain, as much as anything else. Yeah, full out chain. Um, and you can
1: really depend on them, and so even if this just gets washed away, because I feel like in some way well, it's not a true chain you know, or not it an American. True, it is a true chain, it a true but true it's not chain. an American institution. Um, I take am taking this moment as a public service announcement. Just that Wagamama sure is, that coming. Wagamama I think is this, coming. I do
2: find this interesting: is that Friendly's <laughs> represents like the way our grandparents ate, and Wagamama represents the way. The future eats. The future eats. Yeah, you know, I'm
3: not really comfortable with you using the word our grandparents because sorry, I'm pretty we... sure two of the two of today's podcast attendees' grandparents did not eat at Friendly's. <laughs> I, I was looking at Zara when I said our grandparents.
2: <laughs> Only but, half of my grandparents. But, yeah, the yeah,
3: other sorry. half. D- Podcasts don't have eyes, Brandon.
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a very cracker, cracker barrel, cracker barrel. Yeah, yes. feeling like a little uncomfortable.
3: Is that our um, new insult? A crackle barrel vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a, a side
2: eye kind of look. Um, but no, but I, 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 would, I would actually I would cede this to Wagamama if everyone wants to go that way because I, I do feel that it is it is encouraging good food that is actually made and not necessarily just put on a, a, a griddle. But
4: I, I, before we go in that direction, I want to say that I, I have I just went on the Friendly's menu. And under their specialty treats, they have a Fang the Vampire Sunday, a Jack lantern Sunday, and a Witchy Oo Sunday. Oh, wait, I have to look this up. Oh, wait, I have to look this <laughs> up. <laughs> wait, wait. They're... <laughs> they're... 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 they're just adorable. I think they're
3: stupid.
2: They're so oh, good at turning ice cream into other things. They've got a watermelon <laughs> roll in the summer. <clears throat> Oh, here.
3: I see the,
1: Oh my God, the watermelon roll is right. terrifying.
2: I really undersold the vampire roll, it, the vampire thing. It is spectacular. It is uh, like a clown cone, but you're having two a split Reese's pieces uh, to form bat ears, and then candy corn to form fangs. It is really just. It is. It is. It is spectacular.
1: At everyone. the end of the day, it's just chocolate ice cream with like four things on it.
3: Maybe we can have our intern post a link to the friendlies website to show these. Um, these can you, are you on top? Okay, great. So our, our intern's gonna post a link to that. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for Wagamama's.
1: Wagamama
4: for me. Uh, dis- despite this Fang the Vampire Sunday, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Wagamama. Okay.
0: Red Lobster versus Johnny Rockets.
4: Let me
2: tell you a little story about a man named Bill Darden, a man passionate about making delicious, high-quality seafood available and affordable to everyone, including people who live far from the coast. Uh, he opened a, a small seafood restaurant in 1968 in, in Florida, and it took off and was bought by uh, General Mills, who expanded this one little restaurant into a chain with over 700 locations. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Red Lobster, home of the Cheddar Bay Biscuit. And if you are Beyonce and Jay-Z, your favorite restaurant, I'm just going to say favorite restaurant. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, it is, uh, I think, the quintessential American chain uh, because it is in a way bringing um, a type of food to people that necessarily might not be able to afford it because you can't get a lobster dinner out at a restaurant for anything less than $40 in most places. And a red lobster, especially during Lobster Fest, you can get a very nice lobster dinner for, you know, around $20 uh, and a very nice uh, Samuel Adams. <laughs> so Red Lobster, ladies and
3: gentlemen. Wait, I don't want to be, um, I know we're supposed to un- uninterrupted. Whatevs. Could you just give me a little bit of a fact check on how, you know, this is Beyonce and Jay-Z's favorite restaurant. <laughs> Sorry, is that really? just, are you just he's, guessing he, or is he's that
2: talking,
1: true? Referring to the Beyonce song formation where she says, if he F- me good i'll take his ass to red lobster yeah i think that's pretty much
2: proof and Uh, after that after that mention after that name drop uh red lobster's business boomed in a way that it it has never seen in its history So the
1: song came out and it took red lobster i want to say 48 hours to respond which was like way too long so you could see that they had a whole like crisis mode? Like, how are we going to respond never exp-
2: They've never had that much uh, attention. What's
1: cool? Like, <laughs> what's oh. not offensive?
3: <laughs> they had to like get a Twitter account. Yeah, they like
1: launched a verified Twitter account. Um, here's the thing about Red Lobster. I love a Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Um, we used to go with my grandparents when my grandparents lived in Florida at the end of it, the, um, when they retired and we used to go there because they loved it which is crazy now to think of my parents being excited to go there because people have met my parents there they have slightly snazzier tastes but they would always eat fried seafood of course and they um so we i do have fond memories of it but knowing what i know now about overfishing and where shrimp come from i have trouble hashtag Kate. (laughs) Yeah, now, when, <laughs> when, my no, sister.
2: Red lobster doesn't have Just shrimp they have all, all But sorts they have of a
1: seafood. whole thing Don't they have a whole Unlimited they shrimp They do have a
2: shrimp fest A um, shrimp fest uh, And un- with unlimited shrimp And all shrimp you can come eat. from Like horrible um,
1: places but, They're horrible if and you're so thinking
2: I, of Red Lobster just as as your as your childhood, uh, in 2009 they started switching over to what they call a bar harbor concept, uh, which is making it feel much more like um, a New England style restaurant. Because before Red Lobster, because it was based out of Orlando, Florida, like every chain restaurant, um, had a more of a generic seafood feel,
1: or more fried seafood, more like yeah, more fried, fried. seafood,
2: generic. Florida e seafood, and now they 're pushing it much more to be feel like a, to feel like maine and new England so there 's a lot more it 's a lot of steamed uh, food and like i said they 've of all New England beers now on tap they 're trying to change what they are in, in a way and I do think they still have better.
1: that cake that's all the chocolates yes. layered together oh, that, of course they would that, that is all of the hits are there oh my god
3: <laughs> oh speaking about all of the hits though I don't think we emphasize enough how great Johnny Rockets is that you get to have control over the jukebox why do you build me up buttercup is one of the songs that are on most of <laughs> the jukeboxes. <laughs> it's one Groke's. of the
1: many songs you can hear, and I don't even care. I remember when we were there in college that someone, some people started a rumor that the songs that you requested at the little jukebox didn't actually, like they weren't the buttons you were pushing didn't actually do anything.
3: <laughs> but that didn't even matter. It
1: didn't even matter. <laughs> like, That's that what I was going to say. Matter. It didn't even matter.
2: I was that red lobster is one of the most all-inclusive spaces that I've ever been in. Um, You walk into a Red Lobster and you see people of all shapes and sizes and creeds and colors. It is really an inspiring place. A giant family is going out for a a nice Sunday feast. Um, And I I, I, I just have to point out to you, the last time I was there, they kind of moved away from shrimp and everything has langoustines on it. So if you like (laughs) langoustines
4: so so i i have to say i really love those cheddar biscuits they're great you now, can
2: you can get some to take home if you ask nicely yeah
4: they're, they're, they're awesome but i i don't eat seafood and part of my issue with and i'll go to a lot of seafood restaurants and i can i can make my way through it but part of my problem with red lobster is sometimes they just put seafood particularly shrimp just for the sake. of of putting it in a dish when it would be perfectly fine without it. I, you know, I'm pulling up an example of the shrimp linguine Alfredo. Why can't it just be linguine Alfredo? Why do they need to add the shrimp to it?
1: Cause it's red lobster. That's what they do. They just dump shrimp all over everything. I just remember when I was little having, I would have popcorn shrimp and it was li- like a literal mountain of popcorn shrimp.
2: Yeah. I'm sure you loved
1: it. I loved it. But now I can't, uh, my eyes have been Ew. opened
3: sorry I just saw some disgust, disgust disgusting <laughs> disgusting menu wow. item at red lobster called whipped sweet potatoes
2: that sounds delicious it sounds deli-
3: that they're amazing <laughs> that's not for me <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first now I
1: know
4: you know I, I'm, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call BS on this because I've experienced this once before with Depot at another chain restaurant um, known as Damon's where he was making fun of a sweet potato dessert. He brought it up, said how gross it was, and talked about it probably for a good like, 10, 15 minutes about how disgusting it was, even though no one else mentioned it. And then at the end of the night, he goes, you know, I actually really like that dessert.
0: <laughs> oh, so I, call I him I, out. I,
4: So I think he actually saw this new whipped sweet potato dessert and... <laughs> And I think it's calling to him and he's ashamed no, of himself. I, re- I really don't like it. <laughs> I mean, Johnny Rockets.
2: No, <laughs> that's also way. Um, I don't think Johnny Rockets is necessarily evolving with the trends quite like Red Lobster is. Oh, um, yeah, it
3: stays classic and true to its. Because its, um, uh, Red it's Lobster now
2: has a whole fresh fish menu that is all locally sourced, never frozen. Um, so they are trying to evolve Zara into a, a better place.
1: You know what's involved? Tr- there's a Johnny Rockets on a Royal Caribbean cruise ship, making it the one <laughs> mobile restaurant on a boat in existence.
2: There's other chain restaurants on boats.
1: Like, oh, yeah. Name, name all,
3: want, all of them, Brandon. Hold... <laughs> Brandon, name all of them.
1: I guess the fun fact I read was more that it's the only Johnny Rockets that's on the sea. Yeah. yeah. There's, I, there's, but I don't know if I've never heard of any other chain restaurants on the scene. But
2: you know, what's great when you're in middle America and when you can actually get food from the sea.
1: But where does that it actually, it's like, Oh, it's been frozen in a box for two days.
2: Not if you order from the signature menu, which is the fresh fish. <laughs> and I tell you, if you're there from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., you get $2 off today's fresh fish. <laughs> And Cheddar Bay Biscuits to take home. You can't take oh. home a, a, a pile of French fries. Well, you probably could take home a pile of French fries. Yeah. <laughs> but they charge you. Those Cheddar Bay Biscuits, they're on the house. That's Speaking how they get of you.
3: Cheddar, you can get Cheddar on your apple pie a la mode. I personally think that's gross, but it's interesting. <laughs> You're really selling okay. it. Johnny Rockets. It's time to vote.
2: Beyonce, Zara.
1: I know, but Beyonce would like Johnny Rockets too.
2: No, she wouldn't.
3: Uh, (laughs) I'm very interested to hear what Arthie's vote is, as she's never been to Johnny Rockets (laughs) and doesn't eat seafood. Like I I know what my answer is. I just want to know where she falls.
4: I okay, so I wasn't allowed to go to Johnny Rockets afterwards. So, in all honesty, I've been to one at the airport. I can't remember which airport I went to, but um, and I Chicago has probably Chicago. Maybe it was, it might've been Chicago, but, uh, uh, I have to say the whole like shrimp on everything really grosses me out. And I I will give you that there is a long line usually outside of Red Lobster, but it doesn't, it doesn't look like my type of place. I'm going to have to go with Johnny Rockets.
3: I'm in a third with Johnny Rockets.
0: Buffalo Wild Wings versus medieval times.
4: Buffalo Wild Wings was co-founded in 1982. It's fondly known as BW3. I like to think of it <laughs> as a casual dining restaurant and sports bar that offers much much like some of these other restaurants a way to reimagine how you would normally eat your food. And that includes lovely lovely sauces like Asian zing, and they even have a new, new Indian-inspired sauce for, for your chicken wing.
3: What is that?
4: I, you know, I don't want to sound racist and say tikka or masala, but I can look it up. I can find it. I'll
3: have our intern look it up.
4: That sounds delicious, by the way. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure if it was going to be disgusting or delicious, and it was a little bit of both, but I landed on Delicious first bite it was a little bit of both then it went to delicious but um the best part about bw3 and some of you guys might be wondering where is that third w um the restaurant was originally called buffalo wild wings and weck because of a beef on weck sandwich which is a staple of the buffalo region but it since has dropped dropped the third w and is just buffalo wild wings but One of the great things about it are the amount of television screens that you can not only watch sports, but also play trivia at the same time. It's, It's family friendly, but it's also a good place to take your work colleagues for a happy hour or, you know, just kick back and relax with some friends for some adult fun at the bar.
3: What do you mean by adult fun at the
4: bar? I, <laughs> I actually, what sauce is that? You know, it's funny that you said that because I was specifically referring to playing erotic photo hunt at the bar oh. and drinking beer. So thank you. They have
1: erotic photo hunt at Buffalo Wild Wings. Zara, have they you been should. to a Buffalo Wild Wings? No.
3: It's actually really good way. You would hate it.
1: <laughs> I would. I would hate it. I think I would hate Chili's and Applebee's more than no, I hate No, I them.
2: think you would. Re- Buffalo Wild Wings is broier than a Hooters.
1: No, but it's I kind lot, of it's I sports, like sports. Sports,
2: sports, it is sports in every direction.
1: Like all TVs with sports.
2: Ugh. Every direction.
4: Ugh. But I love wings, and they're masala. so so many different type types of wings. It's about
2: customizing I, your wings. Um. You can get all sorts of
3: sauces.
1: Deepu, do you remember I, in college when I would get? Um, we would have like go to wing. What was it called? Wings to wings, go. Wings, wings to go. And then they had a teriyaki sauce, and used to judge people. Who ordered yeah. teriyaki sauce.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: I, I have to say, I, I know I'm a guest on the show. I'm a little bit disappointed at um, maybe the speed of your intern looking up things. But I, I <laughs> wow, I, I don't want to... She's just
3: doing this for credit, right? I forget, I forget her name.
2: But <laughs> Sheila. She, Sheila. 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 Sheila's could had- Sheila's name? Guys, this is awful. I know she's not... Pittsburgh-based,
3: but come on, uh, Sheila's having Wait, a hard time finding anxiety. any evidence of an Indian wing at <laughs> <above laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings.
4: I think, I so, think that it might, maybe it was, maybe it was seasonal. I, I will, I will talk to Sheila about this. By the way, did Sheila come from the Miss Lady, Lady Morgan? Did you borrow her? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she hasn't gone back to school yet. So I have to her. say,
2: so to me with Medi- Medieval Times in this mix, that to me, there's, like I said, there's no more jockey of a location than a Buffalo Wild Wings, and there's no more wonderfully intellectual and nerdy, nerdy. <laughs> than a uh, Medieval Times. Um, they're both chicken-based.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish These are two
2: sides <laughs> of
3: the chicken-based spectrum. Yes.
2: I almost wish...
1: Medieval times had chicken wings, even though they didn't have that in you the times. You get middle. a whole
2: chicken, so you do get... You do
1: get two wings. <laughs> you
2: do get two wings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: With no buffalo sauce. As much as I love wings, I just can't say no to my medieval times.
2: Like, everyone gets to cheer for a tournament, as opposed to everyone getting to cheer for, like, the Patriots.
1: And who cares about that? Um, so, I want to know if the white knight... Oh,
3: God. Was, it's worse than we thought. So, <laughs> it's, it's
4: worse than so we wait, thought. wait. There's, there's two things I'll address with Deepu's comments relating to. Two things is that I I have to dispute this jockey thing. Because I feel like <laughs> I grew up with my brother. And one may say that I was very jockey. But he is... Uh, she was
3: her MVP for her softball team.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think that maybe maybe insinuates something else. But...
3: Like you wouldn't be allowed
4: in Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't work there. You could go, but you couldn't work there. But, but Deepu is, is the anti-jock, and, and he feels comfortable and loves, loves him some mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wing. But um, what he said that was worse than what he thought, I, I have been able to confirm the wing flavor that I, I referenced earlier, and it's Mumbai Masala. But oh. in all fairness, at least it's a, it's a Mumbai and not not Bombay. Not Bombay. So, <laughs>
3: to, Zara, to Zara's dismay, they use the Indian name, not the British colonial name. Ugh.
1: Again, it's like the second loss of the raj.
3: <laughs> um, so I do love uh myself a wild wing and their flavors but I have to, you know, agree with why Brandon would say Zara would hate it. Like, the last two times I've been there, it is, is just, like, sports, 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 loud sports.
4: Well, and if you're I there during
3: a big game, it ruins it. It's over.
4: Ruins. Well, it. I, well, I, guess, it depends. I guess it depends <laughs> if you want to watch the big game or not. But, uh, but I guess also, are you considering a sport the fact that they have Buck Hunter, the arcade Game because I guess in some ways that is a sport, but it's a delightful sport.
3: Yeah, I do like big buck buck hunter. Even though I'm anti guns, not to make this too political.
1: Oh my god! Again, you're not going to be allowed in Cracker Barrel.
3: I might be pro Cracker Barrel, but I'm anti guns.
4: But I have to say too, like I, although like the the buffalo wild wings is known for their wings there's actually a lot of other stuff that's on their menu that's that's pretty that's pretty good um and they have they have pretzels for an appetizer which i really love i love good pretzels with with you can not only get a cheese dipping sauce but you can get any of the wing sauces to dip the pretzels in which is is spectacular they have a table gating sampler, which, um, which is to die for. Literally to die for, because it probably has a so, lot of sodium. So that table gating like. is
2: a play off the word tailgating, which is a sport term.
4: <laughs> I mean, I, have, I originally said it was a sports bar. It, but you know it, what's it great? Tails.
1: You know what's also great? Horses' tails. That's actually a nights.
2: little creepy. <laughs> and and <laughs> dressage. And dressage. You know,
3: when your when meal is horse... accompanied by dressage.
1: Horse dancing. <laughs> the, I, th-
3: I think you could have won this, but I think you actually don't know how to play the game of Toots Faves. And by starting with it being a sports bar, <laughs> you just lost. Like, like it's it's over. Like you just I, you played the game wrong. In another world, you could have had it. I, I if
4: it was up against another thing, most maybe? of America that hearts hearts buffalo wild wings but i didn't i didn't realize that i was with a crowd that would pick an oversized turkey leg over delicious wings it's chicken
2: they don't have oversized turkey legs you're talking about the renaissance <laughs> fair
4: it's completely different
2: and you hear or that disney a song too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wait wait are you trying to separate yourself from people who like renaissance fairs i just need to
2: no, I'm no, honest. I'm just being, I'm just like clarifying that the giant turkey leg is at Renaissance Fair and the rotisserie chicken. You can like both. Yeah, you can like both completely. And if you want to come dressed up to medieval times, they're not going to turn you away. They don't turn anybody
1: away. You it, can buy like,
4: costumes for you Sometimes there are go people
1: there dressed as Jedi's and stuff, even though that's not even medieval. That just has swords. <laughs> but I've seen it.
4: <laughs> uh, and and the $7 beer refills. I just want to say that Buffalo Wild Wings both has domest- domestic import and and craft beers. And it's a it's a very large variety on tap. And I think almost all the beers at least in our area are under under $7. I mean
3: I think if you would have opened with this information, you would have won and now it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> It's too late. You played the game wrong. I'm voting for medieval. Players. Okay.
0: Round three: P.F. Chang's versus Wagamama. Ooh. Oh. Japan versus China. I want to
1: hear China. Incredibly <laughs> racially insensitive gong go off. Can they put that in? <laughs> Um. Oh my God. I mean, I've never been a P.F. Chang's. This is so hard. I would eat all the noodles. This is like a double noodle explo- explosion.
3: Well, Arthia and I have a couple things that we saved for, for this <laughs> round. I think P.F. Chang's is going to win, so I think only one of us will share our, our striking <coughs> blow.
1: And I get um, it. We'll, I my Zar, PSA is done about Wangamok.
3: Zara, we'll let you decide who do you who do you want to end with the strike for this round.
1: Oh, but you have different information.
3: Yeah, we have different information.
1: Oh, my God. But I want to hear both. Uh, whatever. Who, ever you think is the most, most strong.
3: I think yours is weaker, so I'll save mine for the last round.
4: Um, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, I would like to bring up that P.F. Chang's has the Great Wall of Chocolate, <laughs> which, is, which is a delicious frosted chocolate cake. That is six rich layers with semi-sweet chocolate chips.
2: Hashtag eat that wall. Eat that wall.
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. This looks amazing.
1: (laughs) Wait, this is also on the Chinese dessert menu? Because, you know, China is very famous for its layered chocolate cake. Great wall. And its its wall. (laughs) I want this.
3: Yeah, so I don't know, Zara. I I think you I think you propagated your uh, marketing support for Wagamama.
1: I told my story, and now <laughs> your
3: voice was heard. My
1: voice was heard. I feel heard. I feel supported. Um, so I'm okay to pick P F Shanks.
2: But get ready for Wagamama to take this country by
1: twenty sixteen.
0: Johnny Rockets versus medieval times.
1: Oh man, this is so hard. Let's
0: hearken back to the good old days. This is what?
1: But this is the thing. <laughs> Over, I know this is more about the restaurant, but what I love more than eating is a show, and Medieval Times is all show.
3: If you pick the right song at Johnny Rockets, all the waiters start dancing.
2: That is true. I, I even I have to admit, I have to go through. There is don't, and you have a birthday. Don't they do a dance? Yeah. yeah, it's
3: sort know. of demoralizing, and I actually hate that part of it. Yeah, but. they seem
2: so miserable when they have to sing that song. Uh, but when, you know, like the bad guy comes out in medieval times, he really looks happy to be the bad guy.
4: Oh yeah. That's the best part.
2: Yeah. And like the other kingdom encroaches on the <clears throat> tournament.
4: <laughs> so can, can you guys help me understand how med, medieval times work? Do you have to show up at a certain time? Like you can, can you yeah, just like spontaneously go there? There's uh,
2: two shows a day and the dinner is all in sync with the show. Perfectly in sync with the show. Here's my question:
3: Is now is Medieval Times a chain restaurant or is it a theater that happens to serve food? Like, shall I call AMC Sixteen a chain restaurant because I happen to get some popcorn with my movie?
4: Could you have brought this up when we were talking about Buffalo Wild (laughs) Wings? But no. But I think because Medieval Times served
2: their their tagline is dinner. First and tournament.
3: I know, but it just, I'm just, I'm just, I know, we're trying to make, like, it's just, it feels less of a chain restaurant to me. Also, I don't even know if there's that many of them.
4: There are
3: nine. There's nine. Do you know how many Johnny Rockets there are? There's practically a Johnny Rockets on Mars. Yeah, there's one on that cruise ship, so there may as well be
2: No, one on that's Mars.
4: Mars 2112 is Which the restaurant is RIP. Mars. And, and I'll say one, one of these is in, in Canada, so it shouldn't count. In fact, it should count for <laughs> negative five.
1: <laughs> I guess going with that logic, I, I have to say uh, that is a point in Johnny Rockets for favor, especially in that Chicago airport where you see Johnny Rockets and you're like, thank God I can eat something and know that I won't be sick.
2: But, you know, I I think the the reason there's a limited amount of medieval times is that they are a very large arena-style place, and I think most of America can drive to... I would say, yeah, most of America probably drive to Medieval Times, and it's always a special event. So they don't need to have them all over the place. I think everyone that needs access to Medieval Times can get to a Medieval Times. <clears throat> but just, like, Brandon,
3: from your heart, do, do you really – are you picking Medieval Times as a restaurant or are, are you picking it because of the show? From your heart, like, genuinely, look me in the face. We're video chatting <laughs> folks at home. Look me in the face and tell me it's the, it's the restaurant and not the show.
2: I love Pulling a chicken apart with my bare hands.
1: You can do that at Johnny Rockets. Only it's in fried form. <laughs> Breaded I'm, cutlet chicken. I feel, like the,
2: I feel like I'm reading the room here. I think everyone's for Johnny Rockets. And I'm just going to. But it. I love Medieval Times. But the winner is
0: Johnny Rockets. Final round. P.F. Chang's versus Johnny Rockets.
4: Oh, I can't believe Johnny Rockets went so far. <laughs> Who would have thought? But I'm not surprised that PF Chang's went this far. <laughs> so
2: shall we like begin? PF Chang's is more like kinda of with the sense. PF Chang's is more of a special occasion, although you guys do go there. You guys have a special occasion twice a month. Johnny Rockets to me is like, oh, where are we gonna go? I guess we haven't been at Johnny Rockets in a while. It's but never
1: like, a destination. It's like, oh I
2: It's
1: Close
3: is that to the, the selling Rockets. point? The no. selling point is that it's never a destination. You know,
1: I, I'm admitting, I'm admitting <laughs> defeat in that. It's like, oh, there's, you know, it's, in, you're in a situation. For what's example, in an airport, what's next? Oh, Johnny oh, a Johnny Rockets. Rockets. Oh, we can go there.
4: Similar so to New
1: York, Shake Shack has taken that role. Yeah. In New yeah. York, me, it's like, I know this will be a decent burger and fries.
3: Let me share one more piece of information, Zara, because. I, just, I remember we, we, we did Artie's piece of information with the Great Wall of Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know earlier you were slamming Brandon for uh, Red Lobster because it wasn't thinking about sustainability and, and food practices.
1: I'm sorry to do that. I just can't unsee it.
3: I know, but, but our, the dearest P.F. Chang's has a new program that it's like, move over farm to table, here comes farm to walk
4: interesting <laughs> Zara can, can we be honest and say that the great wall of chocolate was a stronger point I, than farm to, than farm I'm to
1: gonna walk I'm going to be real the, the great wall of chocolate was a stronger point
4: so I'd like it, to go back to the fact that there's the great wall of chocolate
1: oh great now you summed it up perfectly oh. <laughs> wow I'm sold now
3: Wait, are you really
1: I am. Because I, I think I have to admit that P.F. Chang's is like a special treat. You're going there. Like you're, you're deciding actively to drive to P.F. Yeah, Chang's. Yeah, I feel
2: like you're having to – I think that's all – so all – let's be serious here. All chain restaurants are – I think that what makes them great is that you usually go with, the, with, with a group and you're like, where are we going to go?
1: And it's a crowd pleaser.
2: And I think a good chain restaurant is everyone – there's never a dissent. Everyone's just like, yeah – Let's go to Outback Steakhouse. Like, it's like, like, yeah, let's just go there. Let's go there. I'm and, glad that wasn't on the list. And, that was but I, I, I'm glad as well. But still, I feel like P.F. Chang's is like, yeah, let's go to P.F. Chang's. And I just can't, in my mind, imagine the group of people going, yeah! Johnny Rocket! Let's go to
3: Johnny Rocket! It, it was me and Zara in college. <laughs> <laughs> like, like people exist and we're happy. In the,
1: the mall, right when now. there were no other options, except, oh, you know what I wanted to put on? a pretty
3: good Panda
2: Express.
1: There wasn't. There was, wait, was it was, Walk was and Roll? Walk and Roll. I love. So this is another thing I love. What makes me think I would love to go to P.F. Chang's is I love Walk and Roll.
2: Think much well, higher. I, so I have to I dream F. bigger. much, it is h- cooked for
3: you. When, not- when, when Zara and you come to visit Pittsburgh, we will take you guys to P.F. Chang's, and then I think on the next podcast after that, we'll do a little bit of like a check-in segment. Like, <laughs> how, did, how did it feel?
4: Review. Let's, let's just make it clear. You guys will get the Great Wall of Chocolate. You'll share it for, for dessert that night, and then you'll be able to have the other half of it the next morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you can't get through that. Yeah, the other Wait, three. It layers. looks just
1: like a slice of cake. It is it's mu- huge. That
2: picture's not giving it justice <laughs> to how large it is. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm very happy with if P.F. Chang's is, is the winner. All
1: right, congratulations.
2: Congratulations, P.F. Chang's.
3: Oh my God. Let's play that gong noise again. <laughs> Test complete.
1: Our totes faves chain restaurants are number five, Chili's. Number four, Wagamama. Number three, Medieval Times. Number two, Johnny Rockets. Number one, PF Chang's.
0: Commence Fave of the Week segment.
1: I'm into a new Instagram, one of those Instagram accounts that just puts together the best memes from the internet that's called Dogs Being Basic. And so it's all the best dog memes just from around including one that's amazing that's a yellow lab with a bunch of yellow lab puppies under it so that it looks like an octopus. Um, you have to see them. They're all visual, stupid internet things, but they're all about dogs.
3: Wait, there's a question. Is it dogs like in costume being basic, or is it just basic shit about dogs? It's like all basic basic memes from
1: the internet, basic things about dogs. It's, all about, it's like dog... All those memes with like words written on top of a photo, but it's yeah. all dog related. I love it, and they're great.
2: So my fave of the week is it's now Halloween season, yeah. and I can't just make Halloween a season a fave. But we uh, watched the original uh, Wicker Man, and I fell, and that was my first time seeing it fully as a movie. Uh, it is incredible. Uh, if you've only seen the Nicolas Cage movie in, I've only seen the Nicolas Cage movie you owe it to yourself to see the real one because it is a completely different movie and you can see that the Nicolas Cage one just made changes to things to so that they could be like a new movie like a re, new, new take on it when the original one makes perfect sense why <laughs> the story is what it is uh, has a young non- make-up uh, Christopher Lee, and it is pretty good to get you into into the spirit of the season. So that's the Wicker Man
1: from the seventies. From not the seventies,
2: not the Nicolas Cage one. And actually, if you can, there's several cuts. It's one of those movies where there's a bunch of cuts, and the original cut is the one we watched. And apparently, the new final cut, if you get that one, is the the correct order of scenes and makes a lot more sense. But I can't speak to. That.
3: Deepu, uh, Arthi, uh, uh,
4: Arthi. Oh, okay. Um, this is again going to this is going to date me a little bit because I'm just out of out of the times. Much like my Friday nights being spent at chain restaurants, I I just recently subscribed to Netflix, and so I'm not I'm not saying that Netflix is my favorite, <laughs> but, <clears throat> but I I what what called me to Netflix was Stranger Things. So uh. if you yeah, if you haven't so watched it you have to you have to go ahead and I would recommend binge watching against my brother's my brother's rules on watching shows, but it um, it's 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 fantastic and the children that are in in the show are, are just like adorable.
3: I, I'm gonna just have to interrupt
4: here. <clears throat> One of the reasons we decided
3: to have you on the podcast was in some ways you're our biggest fan. And we wanted to appreciate that. Am I right?
1: like yes we do appreciate our last
3: episode my favorite of the week was stranger strings the jimmy kimmel episode and it seems like somebody didn't listen to last week's podcast (laughs) and you got busted
4: i you know what i haven't listened to it it isn't cute and i i've actually been telling everyone that you guys are, are are back on with the new episode and I'm sorry that your nephew has been sick and out of commission, I've been taking care of him. Whoa,
2: whoa, guilt trip.
3: (laughs) Buckle up for that guilt trip, Deepu. Okay, well, my favorite of the week is, um, it was a real challenge. It's it's been a challenge. I started doing improv, and I'm enjoying it quite a bit, and that's challenging for me. (laughs) (laughs) that i like doing improv so much because i'm becoming that guy so in in light of accepting that that's the guy that i am um i want to i want to promote don't think twice which is the uh mike barbiglia movie that's got an all-star cast you're becoming everything you hated Deepu. uh, i know it's him (laughs) it's chris gethard it's it's so many other great comedians and it's basically, you know, more than it being about improv, it's just, like, This American Life is now, like, a moving video that has, that's produced well. Um, so, I don't know. It's, like, a really nice, like, oh, God, I hate myself, mix of storytelling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with,
1: my God. Who with, are um, you?
3: With human nature. <laughs> 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 so, I don't want to hate myself. Have, have either of you guys seen it?
1: No, I really yeah. want to. And um, we saw Although, past... Uh, um, past podcast guest Adam Markovitz the other week and he was telling us that that movie felt like a horror movie to yeah, him everyone in, in <laughs>
3: the New York so comedy real. scene that I've talked
2: to finds it terrifying and has a lot of problems with it
1: or just like Wait, it makes are, them think about what, their own lives
3: oh yes yes it's got the same vibe of um, when I was like 16 or something Reality Bites came out and I really right. liked it but also and the then we rewatched is, it together we we'll did watch it together and able. then we
1: were like silent afterwards <laughs>
2: A big piece of that movie is that one person gets cast on SNL and everyone gets bitter.
3: Right? That's barely part of it. Like but, it's really, yeah. that, I mean, yes, that might be the most telling. But it's not a movie about the plot. It's just like a movie about you know human nature and our fallibilities and realizing like what it I takes to be
2: happy. Yeah, but you're... I think a lot of people are, are would be happy if that person. Gut cast, no, you know. because no, no, the whole thing is just jealous. like
1: sometimes success isn't what makes you happy.
2: No, but I mean like <laughs> oh, everyone around Truth. them is usually I think success happy.
1: would make me happy though.
4: <laughs> no. Oh, i just like to go back to one thing. Deepu mentioned that he's doing improv and that it's very challenging for him. But I also want you to know that it's very challenging as a family member to support someone doing improv. You're so brave. <laughs>
2: you're so brave. <laughs> you're, an, you're an
4: ally. Really.
3: You
2: are you're an so ally. You're so
3: brave interrupting your... your Saturday night visits to P.F. Chang's to come to one of my improv shows. (laughs) What a life.
2: Improv and P.F. Chang's, the real American dream. Okay, so, uh, Zara, where can people find you?
1: They can find me on Twitter at ZaraFS, on Instagram at Dana Skelly Style. They can watch Watch What Happens Live on Bravo, Sunday through Thursday nights at 11 Eastern.
3: Murdy's um, you can find Arthie on Friday Night at PMJ <laughs> <laughs> or at Deep's Improv shows. <laughs> uh, no, you can find me on uh, on the Twitter at VP Mur- at VP Murdy, um, or you can find me at the Steel City Improv Theater. Our, our teams have names now, so you can either look for the Deep End. Or off white noise. I'm I'm now on two improv teams. That's what's happening. In my life. <laughs>
2: oh, my <But> congratulations! <laughs> Is it called off white because everyone's not white?
3: No, everybody's white except for me. So if you like put me <laughs> oh, in the mix, I was it becomes like it was a like, light ochre.
1: Oh my god! I was hoping it was like an all non-white team. Yeah. It was
4: a- Oh, that's giving that team too much credit. Oh.
3: <laughs> that that can't happen. That can't happen in, in Pittsburgh. That in, can't happen in comedy. In
4: comedy in
3: general,
2: yeah. And you can find me at BB Werner on Twitter and Instagram and my comedy history show, Laughing Historically, on YouTube.com dot slash laughing historically. You can find all of our episodes of Toad's Faves, the new and the old uh, at yeticore.com or just all those podcast apps that you might use whichever one you prefer um, and thanks everyone for tuning in
1: and subscribe to us on iTunes and rate and review us and tell your friends
4: yeah please tell your friends uh, and you- honestly if if you want to reach me if you make a comment on the podcast reviews I'll read those yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll that's get a, in touch with you. Great. That's a great get, way. To that's get in great contact.